Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 3, Episode 31. I've said for three seasons I'm going to get a soundboard, and I still haven't. Um, so, sorry, guys. Just going to deal with the paper barrels from now on. <laughs> uh, this week, I am asking that age-old question once again. What would you do? And this week, we're really getting into character with our discussion because... This wow, I typed this week like 14 times because this week I'm asking my guest what they would do if they could add meet and greets to the Walt Disney World parks. Now, I want to go ahead and say meet and greets are coming back in a limited capacity. We know they've been around, so I thought this was a very fun and topical. <coughs> Excuse me, I do have a cold, everybody. It's not COVID, I got tested, it's not, but it is cold. Um, but very topical, so I thought it'd be a fun episode to do. But so, yeah, with all that being said, let's get started. So joining me today is Dyslexic cast member, but also social media icon, legend, star, um, guru, advice columnist. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, all around uh, great person, Victoria. Welcome back. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. We were just <laughs> talking about that before we uh, started recording. Yeah, it's been a while since we've got to uh, talk voice to voice. And I'm so glad to have you back, especially for this episode, because you and I are both people who honestly pretty, like, we enjoy meet and greets pretty well. It's not, you know, it's not like our absolute fave thing, but it's definitely something that we enjoy getting the picture and having some fun. So I'm so excited that you could join me on this episode today. Oh, thanks. I'm honored to be back. I'm really excited to talk about this topic. It's really fun. Yeah, me too. I, I am excited because I did a similar episode in season, I think it was either season one or two, obviously, because it's season three, but it was one of the two. And I don't remember which one, but I did a similar topic where we talked about meet and greets we would add to the Universal Parks. So I thought, well, with meet and greets coming back, it might be fun to talk about meet and greets that we would like to see come back to the parks. Um, at some point, or meet and greets that we would like the parks to add. Now, with this topic, we kind of, so all the listeners know, we kind of decided that if it already does have a meet and greet, it's still okay if we want to bring it back, if it's a more like rare character, or if it does not have a meet and greet, um, then we can also add it. But we could go as wild and as out there as we wanted. Like, if I really wanted to be like, yes, I would love to meet um, dancing elephant number four from Fantasia. Then I could do that. <laughs> That's not one of my choices. I have but met that was the criteria. elephants, though. I mean, not the cool. elephant, the hippo. I would love to meet the hippos. I love them. Also, the ostriches that used to be in Spectral Magic. Love them, too, with their little point shoes. They were everything. Oh, I met one of those, too. <laughs> See, and I, I barely meet anybody, so I am jealous, but I'm so excited jump into this so how we're gonna do this is we're gonna kind of count down our top five ideas that we have starting at number five we're gonna go way down to number one we're gonna go back and forth and so with you being the guest but also um very clearly more experienced with characters uh we'll go ahead and start with you victoria victoria what's your number five character you would love to add to the disney world parks uh, my number five. Oh, I didn't know we were supposed to be putting these in order. No, uh, they, don't, they don't really have to be in order. I'm just doing this to keep us on track. Oh, that that's smart. Because <laughs> you know us. We'll, so, we'll fly off the track real far. It's very easy for us. The experience has shown. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I uh, my number five, I would love to see Luca and Alberto meet <gasps> in um, Italy Pavilion. I literally didn't think of that. Now I'm so. Ooh, I would love to see that. That'd be so cute. Yes. Now I, I I feel like obviously it would make sense for them to be fur characters, but mm-hmm. I feel like that would be such a cute time. Especially with as far as the representation, because you know, um, they are LGBT characters in the film. Well, I, I'm not sure if it's confirmed, but it's pretty much implied. So it's I implied, like- and if anybody says it's not, they're wrong. Let's just be yeah. real. <laughs> so I felt like seeing that kind of representation <clears throat> in the parks would be absolutely wonderful, especially in like World Showcase. So, yeah. Luca and Alberto. I would love that. Honestly, you know what I could really see would be really cool is if they had um, Julia in in like you know her, like a meet and greet outfit, like not like a face character, but mm-hmm. Alberto and Luca as like kind of like projections in the water, kind of like how they do with Crush. Oh. Uh, talking with Crush. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. Like in their sea monster forms. <gasps> That's so. Oh. That. And then, you know, um, obviously Julia can help like guests interact as well, as long as, you know, as long as also the costume or the, you know, the character attendant. But like, I think that'd be a really cool meet and greet. Yes, I love that. That is such a cool, that's better than the idea I had. <laughs> I, I would just love to meet them in any form though, even if they were just uh, for our characters, I would still love that because they're just so cool and it's such a good movie like i played it for the kids at work they fell in love with it i fell in love with it it is it was such an instant classic like i am shocked that there's not more like going on with it right now like i know they had the pop-up at dca with the cat whose name i don't remember oh um machiavelli yes thank you (laughs) yeah i totally knew that one um My ass would have said spaghetti or something stupid. Not spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) No, Linguini's actually a character. (laughs) Rigatoni. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I would have said something stupid. Tricolor pasta. Um, (laughs) What? (laughs) Tricolor? Which is what I'm having for dinner tonight. (laughs) Uh, But yes, I think that would be such a good meet and greet. but yeah i'm a little shocked that there's not more to do with them in the parks um right now but no it is what it is it's it's that's kind of been the trend with some of our movies recently yeah Um, it is isn't it (laughs) (laughs) we laughed to hide the tears um (laughs) so for me my number five is actually also a recent movie (coughs) excuse me everybody um and mine is actually our latest princess it's raya now i know that parks overseas have raya but i would really love for her to come to the states especially with meet and greets opening back up and i would love for them to give her some kind of meet and greet with her tuk tuk uh, i think that's what his name was that she rides on yeah and i would love to see you know raya and sisu meeting and plus that would give us some awesome asian, asian representation um especially uh Southeast Asian, yeah, Southeast Asian uh, representation in the parks that I just think would be super fun. And honestly, I feel like a cool place for them to meet. I think it'd be really cool if they could like meet 
uh, like somewhere in Animal Kingdom because I feel like the vibe of the movie and the setting, although it is a mythical, um, you know, land that they all live in, I think they could set up a meet and greet that looks really cool somewhere within Animal Kingdom. Well, we already know how I feel about her. Like, I feel like they, they did her dirty. They sure did. They really did. Like, they did her so dirty as far as, like, promotion and merch and, like... It's such a good movie. And it's so good. Like, I just feel like the... Like, I want to blame the pandemic, but I also kind of blame Disney because they just did... They did her horribly. Yeah, it, 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 it kind of gives me the same vibes of what they did with Coco, where they were like, okay, Coco's a movie that's coming out, but we're not really advertising it. Here's Frozen 2. Or, like, here's Frozen content, or frozen right, you know, right like all that stuff and i was like okay but then coco ended up being doing really well and raya did really well it, it did do really well um <clears throat> enough that you know people wanted like costumes and merchandise and stuff but i think i i really would love to see her come to the states but i'm not so sure it will happen i'm sure i feel like it'll I've been kind like of a... looking at the Disney audition site because sometimes if you look on there, you can kind of t- see what yeah. characters they plan on bringing, and I have not seen a thing for her. And it breaks my heart. Like I feel like she's kind of getting that same like Moana treatment, where like Moana was super successful, but Disney's like, nah, never heard of her. Right, and, like, and um, someone else too, Merida. Merida got that. Even though Meredith yeah. did get a um, coronation, she still gets paid in dust, pretty much. Like, the only Meredith things you'll see is her meet and greet, and that's it. Right, you'll see her meet and greet, and then she's in Festival of Fantasy, and that's it. And, and that's it. That's still not a lot for a princess, when every other princess is, like, right in your face. Except Aurora. At Disney World, Aurora is just, like, non-existent. But Disneyland, yeah. she at least has a lot more representation and like she's out there a lot more that is true yes yes <clears throat> so in conclusion she got paid in dust <laughs> exactly in conclusion disney give us raya and do it well and do it now thank you yeah it's, like, i don't know what it is with disney and the way they like like a good example is do you know that movie that's supposed to come out or has already come out um ron ron's wrong ron, ron's gone ron's with- gone wrong yeah I've seen, like, a couple commercials, and I saw, like, a Happy Meal toy go viral on TikTok, and that's about it. I didn't even see the Happy Meal toy. I literally saw it, and I think I think it's already been out for a while. I'm not exactly sure. See, I saw, I think like, it, yeah, I think it has YouTube videos. Yeah, I think it has commercials. Yeah. And I saw, I saw the Happy Meal toy, and it came out, like, three months before I ever saw a trailer. Because I was like, what is this? It must be some like, yeah, I was like, it must be some like DreamWorks movie or something. I don't know. No, it was, it. I mean, it's, it's like a blue, blue sky, which is Disney. So I was like, <coughs> okay, well, guess not. Yeah, I was very <laughs> confused because like, I literally saw no promotion for it. Like, I think up to two, three weeks before the movie was supposed to come out. Exactly. And I was so like, like I don't know anything about this film. I've seen trailers three weeks before it, like it's coming out. I'm like, yeah, this was horribly done. You're right. What y'all were thinking? Like, it looks cute. I don't think it'd be something I'd be super into personally, but I do think it'd be 
But that's also the thing. I'm not. You, they're not marketing it well, so maybe it is a movie I'd end up loving. I have to. I have to watch it. Right. But, and I wouldn't know because I didn't even know it existed. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. So that's basically what they did with Raya. So give us Raya and give us uh, Luca and Alberto, please. Um, the- <laughs> <laughs> give us the pandemic characters, please. Um. So what is your next meet and greet that you would like to add to the parks? Let me pull up my list. Uh, so. Love the accent. Oh. <laughs> so my next one. Realistically, I don't know if they would even be able to pull this out, but I said the muses from Hercules. Yes. A thousand percent. Yes. Honestly, yes to the muses, but I would love any Hercules representation with meat and greens. Right? Like, <clears throat> It's not like they don't have enough room to add additional pavilions into World Showcase because that's what it was built and designed to be. There was always supposed to be more pavilions. So they have the space. I don't know why they just don't put a grease pavilion there. Like, I want Spanakopita every time I go to World Showcase. This has nothing to do with characters. I'm just saying. I want Spanakopita. I need a Euro and a good one. I got one somewhere in the house. I don't know where it's, it's around here somewhere. The point is, I just want the representation of Hercules, and I want Spadacopita. That sounds. The see, that's the thing is, <clears throat> and that's one of those movies I just don't get why there's nothing, because it did so well. It the mer- merchandise for Hercules sells like nothing else. Like it's always one of the biggest Halloween costumes every year is like Hercules and Meg or Hercules and so and so or Hercules I and Bill. Like it's do always a Meg Disney bound today. <coughs> I did too. They met Susan Egan. It, it was uh, Jeremy the T. If you guys want to check, it yeah, out. yep, it surely was. Which we also have an episode with him. You know, before he got all crazy, crazy famous. Um, <laughs> he's a delight. He's a wonderful person. So if you guys, you know, I definitely say check out Jeremy the T on TikTok and Instagram. Um, but yeah, like Hercules is such a popular movie, so I don't see why we don't have meet and greets with them with Hercules and Meg and everything. But I would love the muses to to be a meet and greet. They're so much fun. They're great at singing. And even if they're not a meet and greet, can we at least get them in a show or something? Now see when I pictured it, I pictured uh blah blah. I pictured it pictured uh I can't speak. Uh pictured it as a show where Journey to the Little Mermaid is currently, which no longer is running, like it could be them telling like <gasps> Greek stories, not even yes. just Greek. Like it can be similar to Frozen Sing Along, but they just tell Greek stories and occasionally like Hercules and Meg or like one of the like characters or Pain or Panic comes in and then they just join in, like something like that. I love it. Like I, I could see it kind of very much like frozen but also kind of like um kind of like the cinderella or not cinderella the uh beauty and the beast meet and greet in magic kingdom where you like you tell a story and you meet Belle and blah 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 like yeah, yeah that would be perfect especially have the muses like singing a song so i'd i'd stay there all day like i feel like it's such a cute idea like you're you have nothing there right now so i agree and studios is just that perfect that's where they had hercules before was studios with his whole parade and everything studios is just that park where 
where you have characters that wouldn't really fit into the other parks as well unless you do something in World Showcase or something along the lines of that. Right. Um, which Herc and Meg really could fit in Fantasyland too. Although it's a bit of a different vibe, they're definitely fantasy characters. And yeah, so, they are, but it's not like the <laughs> fantasy people think of. Like people think Fantasyland and think fairy tales, but technically, Greek stories are those fairy tales. Exactly. It's just not the German fairy tales that we all think of. And so, exactly. you know, it that still technically fit in there. But yeah, but I definitely agree. I think that would be an amazing meet and greet. And I think it's so stupid, honestly, that Disney doesn't have anything for Hercules. Like, like I'm a big Hunchback fan, and that also did really well. But it's one of those things of like, I get why they don't do Hunchback. Like, you, I it, like I'm not like I get why we don't meet Hunchback characters. I like uh, I I can somewhat get why we don't meet Tarzan characters, but I genuinely do not understand why Hercules characters just we don't like it. It's, it's like such one of the most pop- popular Renaissance films from that time period. Like like you said, at first off, can we just talk about how I'm shocked Hunchback even got made? Because I read that book, and there are some Ooh. dark themes in that. It book. is that book is sad, but you know what's funny? Hunchback is one of my absolute favorite Disney films and was, oh, it's I, such a beautifully done film like yes, I even have a, a Quasimodo pop right behind me as we're recording <laughs> that I have on a shelf because I I connected with him so much so I would love Hunchback representation but that's actually not even on my list but oh that's I, yeah like I know like I I just would love Hercules to get something I mean it, he's in multiple nighttime spectaculars why can't we get a meet and greet with Herc or the Muses or Meg or anybody from the <laughs> Like, seriously, like, it's, like, matter of fact, I think those are the only rare characters besides a few that, like, I have on my list to meet, but I have yet to meet. And I saw them, I saw Meg meeting at Oogie Boogie Bash, and I was like, ugh, I wish I could meet Meg. It's, they're just great characters. But yes, I 100% agree that the muses should be meetable characters. But really, that idea of the show replacing Little Mermaid is perfect. Yeah, because I've always felt like it could either be like that or it could honestly just like you already have the material technically for do Moana. Yeah, agree. Or you know what would be really cool is if that section, like that whole section needs to be reworked. I honestly kind of wish they kept it animation instead of Star Wars because with animation, you can still just throw a bunch of stuff together and people will be like, okay, this makes sense. It's the animation area. Like, yeah, I don't know what? why they like. I, you know what? I know why they did it, but realistically, now it does not make sense because it's so disjointed. Because all the Star Wars stuff is on the other side of the park now. Exactly. So, like it. I get why they did it, but now it's time to fix it. <laughs> like fix it, fix it now, because I'm tired. Exactly. But like, I think it'd be really cool if, like, even in that, if we, you know, with the muses, if it was more of like a cultural story kind of deal like with the stories that are from around you know the world like we have you know Hercules and um, Moana and Mulan and um, Coco and uh, Encanto is that how you say the newest film that's coming out oh Encanto Encanto yeah like when that comes out like have all these different you know cultural stories that we can actually learn and meet the characters with and stuff and I just think it'd be really fun Honestly, I don't understand why they just don't take Mickey and the Magical Map. I mean, it's gone from Disneyland now, but they can honestly just put Mickey and the Magical Map in there. 
They really could. And that's actually my favorite Disney Park show. And mine too. It's so oh, good. God. I that Princess it. Medley always. Oh, like, it's so amazing. It broke my heart when they said it was gone. I was like, you're rude. You're rude and you're stupid and you're ugly and you're tacky and I hate you. And I feel all that. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so, um, my next one is actually uh, two characters that I would really like to see come back. They do have meet and greet things. They've been in multiple parks. But I would really like to see them come back to the Canada Pavilion because... I just feel, I personally, I love Epcot, I really do, but I feel that World Showcase comes alive when we have characters walking around and the music and all this stuff, and without that, it's just like a museum. Like, that's what makes World Showcase special, is all the people from around the world and the characters and the music and all the stuff that goes around that makes it feel like it's alive. So, in Canada, I feel like you kind of Canada doesn't get Canada doesn't get a lot, in my opinion. Like they have the Circle Vision, and then, mm-hmm. but like entertainment-wise, they still don't have a ton. Like sometimes they'll have a band. They had that Lumberjack show, which honestly I think should have stayed, but you know, whatever. I'm not Disney, but I would really like to have Kenai and Coda come back and meet in Canada again. I had no idea they were even met there. They did. They did very long ago in the early 2000s. Kenai and Coda met there because Brother Bear takes place in Canada. And it's one of the very few films besides Turning Red that'll be coming out that takes place in Canada. Um, Which also, that'd be super fun to meet the characters in Turning Red in Canada. Just because we have very little Canadian representation in our Disney films. Um, Which is really interesting. It's going to be interesting to see that um, it's an aging canadian character like it's just gonna be so interesting to see how those cultures blend together i'm really excited for that film i am too i think it's gonna be really cute i think it's gonna i think it's gonna resonate with a lot of people with like anxiety and anger issues and whatnot because that's definitely you know what the film is very at least from the trailer seems like it's pushing because you know when she gets upset or whatever she turns into the giant red panda so i too change it to a giant red panda I just changed it to a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. But I embrace that. (laughs) It's the same. But yeah, I would really like to meet Kenan Kota because one, although the film does have its problematic things because it's Disney, they never do anything culturally exactly how it should be done. Never. (laughs) It's... it's the problematic stuff that goes with it is mostly in its music and not really within its representation of the characters or um, the culture. It's more within the music that they used in the movie. That's where a lot of the upset comes from. Oh. So, yeah. So they used, like, I don't know what it is. They didn't use actual, like, uh, Canadian native uh, music in the movie that part where they're on the mountain and it's that re- it's a really beautiful like score and music that's actually um, I think it's like Icelandic or something it, it's some kind of like European style would you say it's Nordic it might be Nordic it might be Icelandic I'm not really sure but I remember it's some kind of like women's choir from 
some kind of European nation. Um, and that's where a lot of that problematic uh, stuff comes from is they use this to sound otherworldly, but they didn't use like the the music of the culture with, throughout the film. And that that's where a lot of it comes through. But most of the, from what I've seen, um, people talk about and people of those cultures talk about most of it's actually to do with that and not with the actual like story itself oh, um, okay well I, that makes sense right so that's why I feel like character wise they'd still be super fun to meet because they met in their bear forms um, and I just think they're super cute I love that movie It you know the audios from the movie are popular all over TikTok you see them all the time um, and I just, you know, I love the music. It's another Phil Collins movie, so it has, you know, the same going hard as Tarzan does, but, you know, it's different. And it's just, I don't know. I just love the characters. I think they're fun. I really enjoy the movie. I always have. And I'd love to I'd love to see, you know, Canada kind of come alive with a new meet and greet, or at least bring back an old meet and greet. Right, like, give us something. Give us a crumb. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> give us I mean, a crumb. <laughs> uh, oh, also with Kena and Koda, I'd like to meet the moose as well because they were funny. The moose. <laughs> I love those. I love those two moose. They are so. <laughs> we watched it. We watched it a couple weeks ago at work, and that's why it's like fresh in my brain. And I was like, man, I really do love this movie. <laughs> what is a group of mooses called? Uh, just moose. Just moose. Really? Yeah, I wish it was Mises, but it's not. It's Moose. That's so weird. Like, you'd be like, wow, look at all those Moose. So oh, like so it, oh, so it's like, like how, she, when you, like, it's like how a group of sheep is just sheep. It's not like, oh, yeah. okay, I get it. Yeah, it, it's, it's very similar to deer. Like, a group, like, there's a herd of deer. There's a herd of Moose. Oh, Gaunted, yeah. gaunted, gaunted. English Austin with dyslexic. I know, right? <laughs> the irony with that, that the show is just... <laughs> I just gave an English lesson. Oh, the irony is not lost on me. <laughs> uh, okay, so what is your next meet and greet that you would like to add? Uh, let's see from my list. Um, I think it's number three for us. Yeah, we're on three. All right, I thought I was going to sneeze. Um, bah, 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 bah. I'll go with the one on the top. So, I was going to say Anastasia. <gasps> That's good. That's a good one. And she could really meet in studios. Exactly. She could meet in studios. And then she has a wide variety of outfits that she can actually wear. Now, which one... I, I don't know which outfit she would necessarily wear because she has so many good ones, but I don't know which one she would be the most recognizable in. But I feel like with her being with them promoting Disney Plus as hard as they are now, uh -huh. it would make sense for them to promote something that's animated that's like a classic because Anastasia for years up until this point has always been confused as an official Disney film. So it's like, why not put her in the parks? Yeah. And give people those chances to meet that character. Plus, with the musical, the musical was such a massive hit that, you know, it went touring. It had regional productions, like, in Chicago and other places. Like, the musical did amazing. Oh, I saw the so, musical off-Broadway and then saw it on Broadway twice. It's a gorgeous musical. I, I, 
first of all, jealous. But I, <laughs> I like that's such a good one to add because Anastasia is something that you definitely have a big group that would love to meet her, and it would be such a big deal to have that character after all these years because it, it was a very successful movie. Like, I feel like a lot of people, you know, tend to forget about it because it it was animation that was not made by Disney, but. To the fact that it, like you said, it was confused with Disney, not just because of like its style, but its storytelling and everything. Like it's it's basically a Disney film that Disney just kind of lost out on making because it it is that good. So yeah, Anastasia would be a good one. Now for outfit, I really think, as bad as it sounds, I think she would really meet in her kind of like disguise, like peasanty clothes with like, oh, like the, her orphan outfit yeah because i feel like as much as i want to say like her beautiful ball gown i really think that would be the one that they would meet in only because that's like what's on like the dvd cover the vhs cover like all those like all that stuff it's her in that the only thing the only way I can think it would work is if they do it similar to how they do Belle like in France Belle meets in her blue gown and then like yeah. in tails is her ball gown so if they did it like that but then you would have to have her meet excuse me in, in two different places. places yeah so I mean technically she could meet in Fantasyland technically yeah like she technically could. she could but then it's kind of and the only reason i was hesitant to put anastasia on this list was because it's kind it's based on it's a romanticization of a person who died tragically which is right. similar to the issue i have with pocahontas mm-hmm because that that character is also romanticized and there's obviously <sighs> historical issues regarding Native Americans and colonization and like romanticization like obviously Pocahontas was not like a grown woman it was a child and John Smith versus Anastasia who was also a child and died tragically and was executed all that good stuff so it's kind of, that's why I was hesitant to originally put it her on the list but exactly. yeah in the in the overall sense if we ignore that for a moment i feel like that would be a big deal for disney to do especially since they're already kind of taking strides to put different characters in disneyland as we already see but yeah you know it would be different it would be cool it would be it would be definitely an awesome way to promote disney plus i 100 percent agree if it's still on there it is still on there right i think so I don't know. They're putting Enchanted on there. They're pushing that hard, so. Which, by the way, Giselle at one point had a singular day, like, meet and greet character. I remember seeing the photos. Mm -hmm. But I know that she will never come back unless they drop money for Amy Adams and they... Yeah, they have to do her like that. Which I, I genuinely always wonder. I'm like, with that, I wonder how they, like... I wonder if it was, like, written into the contract for, like, um, Dick Van Dyke and, um... Uh, um, Julie Andrews about Mary Poppins and Bert. Like that's part of where I'm like, hmm. I wonder what that because you know the Mary Amy Poppins Adams thing, thing was a. Um, I thought the Mary Poppins thing was a thing with the estate, or was it that they didn't want to use Julie Andrews' likeness? I'm not sure because you know you can meet Mary Poppins and Bert pretty regularly, um, and that's where I'm just like, 
I wonder like how that whole contract works. But you know, that's oh, a, that's a whole oh, other deal. Oh, another. I know what you mean. So pretty much what it is is that when you meet Mary and Bert, you'll never be able to meet them with a photo pass photographer because of that contract. You can only take photos oh, on your phone. Sense. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's why that's why you have to handle for Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, like, it's right. like it has to do with like the Disney trademark or something like that because when you get photo pass, they you know they get the watermark on it and shit. All it, it's a whole bunch of shit. But pretty much, when you meet Mary and Bert, you'll never see them with a photo pass photographer. Like you'll have to do it on your phone. It's something to do with that. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> so well, thank you for enlightening me. Yeah, you're very welcome. The more you know, everyone. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I love uh, you know I I love the idea of Anastasia meeting, um, with you know within reason like we talked, but like I still think it'd be a really big thing. I, and I think you're right. I think it'd be a really good push for Disney Plus. Now, watch um, on November 12th, she'll be meeting in studios. Right. I swear, Disney listens to this podcast because there's been multiple times things have just happened after um <laughs> after we've put out episodes. So. I'm, I'm I'm convinced sometimes I really am like I know I'm always like eh, nobody listens but I'm you know I think I think they're tapping us for our ideas um, we manifest in it that's all sure yeah they don't owe us thousands sure? of dollars <laughs> <laughs> excuse me Jesus is getting me making me cough um, <laughs> um so my next one <clears throat> My number three that I would actually really like to meet, um, and I they have them in the uh, Magic Happens Parade at Disneyland, which I am so upset that we got like a month of because it's so good. Um, but I would really like to meet Arthur and Merlin from The Sword in the Stone. Now Aww. I know. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying. Oh, that that would be cute. Because, like, Merlin used to meet used to do the Sword in the Stone, like, little show at Magic Kingdom and Disneyland. And then they just kind of phased him out. But, like, they have a whole float. Magic happens. It's a great movie that would translate really well to a ride, by the way. I saw somebody do a concept of that a while back, and it was amazing. Um, but I just think they're really fun characters. Uh, Arthur, you know, meeting as Bort before he becomes King Arthur and... Just being his goofy, silly, lengthy self, I think would be super fun. And Merlin's so fun and just charismatic and ridiculous. And he always has some some something up his sleeve. Or is always, he's just, you know, he's just kooky. And I just think that's a really fun character to me. He's, he's kind of similar with um, Mad Hatter. Like, he's very kooky, he's very out there, but he's not... A different than Mad Hatter. He's not like crazy. He knows exactly what he means, but he's just different. And I just would really love to see him come back. And I would love Arthur to join him just because I think as silly as this sounds, as a kid growing up and going to Disney, as much as I loved meeting characters and stuff, I always, like as a little boy, was always kind of like, well, you know, I'd like to meet like a boy, you know, like face character and stuff. And that's not very common. Um, and it makes sense to why totally get why but it was one of those things of like i always wanted that to happen and there were very few characters that i like wanted to meet 
and but Merlin and Arthur were those are two of those characters that I always wanted to meet. So I would love to have them have a meet and greet once again. And I'd love it to be right at the Sword in the Stone. Maybe they could do another show again. I would just love for them to come back in some capacity besides the Magic Happens Parade. I would love for them to like bring the show back. I feel like that's a great way to interact with guests. Also, I feel like having both of them together, it's easier for them to interact and play off of one another to get those really memorable interactions. Exactly. And I think it'd be so funny because Arthur is, although he's a king, he's still goofy. So I think it'd be so funny as though, you know, with Merlin, like encouraging like all these dads and all these people to come and pull up on the sword and then, let, you know, letting like a little kid pull it up and be the king and whatever. But like him doing that. But I think it'd be so fun for Arthur to play off and be like, you know, sit there and be like, well, I could do it. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, stuff I like too that. can do it. Yeah you know i can do it I've, I've done it before blah 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 you know just silly stuff like that and I, th- I think it would be really fun to have them plus i love 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 that float and magic happens and that's one of the things that just really so epic i love it when when arthur pulls out that sword and like all the lights shine on oh it's so cool and i just can't and merlin all dancing around being ridiculous like i just love it so much Oh yeah, it's it's such a good parade. I'm mad. It literally got like two weeks, and then it said, "Uh, pandemic here. We got shut down production." I know, and it's so good. And also that Princess and the Frog float with all the beautiful like flowers that float around them. Ugh, can't get over oh, it. Can we get some applause for Aurora's dress? Yes, I'm still not over it. Like it's such a good parade. The Frozen Two float, uh, the Moana float. Like everything is just so good. And I love it. Um, but yeah, that, that's what really made me want Arthur and Merlin. Because I'm just like, I would really love to see them in the parks acting all silly and being ridiculous. Because that's just who they are. And I think they'd be really fun to add. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like, I feel like it in a way would be like Alice and Mad Hatter. Like you said. <laughs> exactly. But it, it would give us a little bit something different. And like, you know, they don't have to be even if they weren't regular meet and greets, even if they were just for a show or whatever, I just think it'd be really fun to get us some characters that we don't always see. And like, I love that Disney has all the characters that we can always see, but something I've really liked about the pandemic, not about the pandemic, but how Disney's handled the pandemic with that is how the characters have been like, basically just like living around the parks. And I would love to see that continue even if there's not meet and greets and stuff, just seeing them, you know, interact with the park and walking around like it's their home because it just makes the park feel so alive and so magical. Like Pooh going for, you know, like hunting for um, butterflies, the butterfly net and at Disneyland, which is incredible. And Edna over at the Incredicoaster sending people off. Like all that stuff is so cool. And I would love to see some of these more rare characters just kind of like out and about like do a meet and greet here and there and sometimes but i just really would love disney to do that and kind of bring that magic back into the parks that's what it's missing magic <laughs> <laughs> look i can do a whole essay about how i feel right now about the disney parks and people would not be happy with me probably but it's just personally how i feel but i think adding these kind of meet and greets would really help um, oh it certainly would but before I get into a whole thing and get into a whole another mess of something, um, we'll, we'll move to your uh, number two spot for your uh, meet and greet that you'd like to add. 
Awesome. So I'm going to keep this one very short and sweet. Um, this is another 90s exclusive for those um, who watched the show. Um, I feel like it's it will be a great way to get some strong female representation in the parks. Um, someone relatable. And just overall, just some nostalgia factors because I know that's really what the people want right now so i mm-hmm. um put in pepper ann oh my gosh i was literally just about to joke and say pepper ann exactly and i did not <laughs> expect it see yeah, so pepper ann like, just oh, came pepper? to disney plus yeah pepper ann just came to disney plus recently and i am so excited because i loved that show growing oh, up. oh i was obsessed with pepper ann like it's such a good show it was one of those really good there's this handful of Disney cartoons that I think are just so good and they really just hit the nail on the head but it's it's one of the, it's some of those that like people don't always think of and honestly they sometimes feel more like 90s Nickelodeon cartoons than they do Disney and that's exactly. what I think made them so good and Pepperan is one of those I'd say Pepperan The Weekenders and Teacher's Pet are three of those like shows that really were really good and just kind of gave a different vibe on Disney and right, it was I out of the box. It was Disney. pun intended because yeah, I was gonna say no pun intended because that is actually a show on Disney <laughs> <on> Junior. <laughs> I, but, I love it. I st- <clears throat> I'll still watch it sometimes in the morning just if I'm feeling down. It always brings a smile to my face. Um also, if you work with kids, out of the box gives some really good ideas that you may have forgot about for crafts and activities. Um, oh, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, like I've used a few of them at work, um, <clears throat> but uh, I would love Pepperant because she's so fun. She's so quirky. She's much too cool for seventh grade. Um, she really is just one in a million. Um, <laughs> I hate myself. I'm so I love that theme song so much. Nice. But I really think I, I think. For, yeah, I think bringing back those, like, cartoon characters that we used to have with, like, Disney Afternoon and Toon Disney and all that stuff. Like, you know, they have gargoyle characters. They have bonkers. They have um, the gummy bears. Like, they have all these characters that you can meet. But I would love to meet Pepper Ann. I think that'd be a super fun way. And also, I think that'd be a really good way to promote Disney Plus as well. If you had, like, a Disney Plus exclusive meet and greet thing. I'm you know, telling you, that's what they're going to bring out these rare characters that are on Disney Plus because it's a surprise character that I'm like I bet you anything it's gonna be like like you remember that fan days event that they had at Disneyland Paris a few years back and they had like yes I I was so obsessed with it bet you it's gonna be like that I hope so I'd be here for that um you know, I, I have these people on my list. They're not they're not the two I'm gonna say, but like I would love to see Milo and Kita around the parks again. But, you know, we won't. <laughs> we won't. It's fine. We, we won't, but I'd love to because they're extremely popular. Um <laughs> and that's one thing I sometimes I don't work for Disney, obviously. Like I'm not paid all the big bucks, but there are some there's some things that I genuinely feel like the Disney CEOs, executives, and people who are in charge of all that sometimes just I feel like they sometimes just like don't see how popular certain characters are. I just, just like huh? let me just talk to you for a second. Right, exactly. 
But yes, I feel like Pepper Ann just be like a really it's someone that's nostalgic, but also for the new generation that's starting to watch the show on Disney Plus, they will find her relatable. So being able to meet Pepper Ann will be like meeting a friend like at Starbucks for like lunch. Exactly. And I would you know, I love that. And like Pepper Ann is just a good show. It's just such a good show. Um uh, the fun fact for it may not be on YouTube anymore because it's a plus, but <laughs> last year the Pepper Ann Hanukkah slash Christmas special was on YouTube and I watched it uh, multiple times because it gave me such a nostalgic feeling. Um, Ew. Yeah, it's a great special, by the way, because she's having to choose if she wants to celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah, but then she realized she can celebrate both. I vaguely remember that episode. It, it's one of those things that stuck out to me because I was a kid who like although I grew up Catholic and Christian I very much loved like cultural episodes like I loved like the Hanukkah special for Rugrats and like the Kwanzaa special for um um Proud Family and um there's something I'm forgetting that I am it's not clicking it's not coming to me Oh, like the Hanukkah special for Even Stevens. Like, I would watch all these specials and I'd be like, wow, it's so cool to learn about other cultures. It really is. And like, those were such big, especially for like Rugrats, like the Hanukkah specials and like all the specials that you said. It was just interesting to learn about those other holidays and cultures. And I even tweeted today that I hope that a lot of the theme parks would do more Hanukkah and Kwanzaa representation, like similar to those specials. Exactly. And you know what's crazy? A lot of regional parks do a better job than the major parks. Because... Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, like, uh, the Cedar Fair chain, when they do their Winterfest events around the parks, they usually have, like, a section about, like, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and Diwali and Lunar New Year and, like, all these other festivals. Um, like, uh, Winter Solstice. Like, all these other festivals and they have representation for them around the park. And, but then, you know, like, the major parks are like, never heard of it. (laughs) Like, who is she? I don't know her. They're like, is she on our payroll? Never heard. Yeah, maybe That's not. That's she's on the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I would love to meet my friend. Um, So for me, my number three spot is actually going to go... No, wait, we're on number two, right? Uh, yes, yes, we're on number two. <laughs> What did I say? I said Arthur and Merlin, Kina and Coda, and Raya. That's what it was. So yeah, we're on number two. So my number two spot is actually going to go to some characters that I don't think we'll ever see in the parks, but I sure would love to, and that's Bob Belcher and family from Bob's Burgers. Uh, We have had discussions about this. We have had many discussions about this. I would love Wonder Wharf to come somewhere into the um, studios park and it's like I, I would just love to meet the Bob's Burgers characters because they are yes Disney owns Simpsons but Universal has the meet and greet rights to Simpsons so it'd be really fun to have kind of that competition with the Bob's Burgers characters at Disney plus oh my gosh can you imagine like a Bob's Burgers goes to Disney special or like a Bob's Burgers characters like experiencing Disney it would be so funny because it's so out of their comfort zone. Bob would hate it. Linda would love it. The kids, uh, T- 
Tina would love it, but be embarrassed. Jean would be all about it. And, you know, uh, I feel like uh, Louise would be into it, but she would be not wanting to admit that she was into it. Exactly. She would be so self-conflicted about if she's having a good time. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, I would love to meet the Belchers at Disney. It'd be so fun. Oh my God. I... And it would be such a different kind of meet and greet because it'd be a little bit more mature, but also just silly and ridiculous. And like, it you could have a lot of fun with the Belchers doing a meet like, and greet. Like, you really could. And honestly, if you, like, if you do it in California Adventure, like, like, say just for shits and giggles, we replace Pixar Pier with Wonder Wharf. Like, and just let them roam the whole land because Disneyland lets their characters roam. Exactly. Man, the chaos. Yeah, just, I'm just like the, the guy who roller skates around being like, I'm going over to whatever. Oh my God. They have like Marshmallow just like walking around. Yeah, and she's just like, hey, baby. And you're just like, oh, hey, Marshmallow. Like you could literally just set it up like the wharf, like have Bob's place right there and then Jimmy's place across the way. And then you would have like different. And then it gives them such a a wide range of ways to just be so creative with the puns on all the shops. And then like you can just switch up the puns whenever you feel like it, like how they do in the show. Exactly. It, it really would be the Disney equivalent to Springfield at Universal Parks. And so I, like, I would, I would love to see the Bosworth characters go, you know, see Jimmy Jr. like dancing all around. Um, like, it would just be hilarious. Like, I, I just want to meet the Belchers and I specifically would like to see them in studios um, just because I feel like they would fit there very well. And I just think it would be such a fun character to have, like, they'd be fun characters to have around because the meet and greet would be so different than meeting a princess or uh, Mickey and Minnie or any of them. Like, I would love that. Right, like, like, oh my god, it would be just so fucking ridiculous. Like, now I know with the way Universal does it, they, they don't usually have the whole family together. They'll have, like, maybe like, Bart with his dad or like, like Marge and usually, Lisa. Yeah, Marge and Lisa. They usually do it in doubles. Or like sometimes they'll do have three characters together. It's very rare that you see the whole family together. It's similar to like the Scooby-Doo characters. You almost never see the gang together. But when you do, it's a it's a really big deal. So it'll it could be something similar like that too. Like uh, Exactly. Oh, there's so many possibilities and they just keep doing my my family dirty i need to catch up on the episodes i'm like three episodes behind i am too i am too the uh halloween episode this year the season was fantastic i loved it oh i loved um, it it was so funny it was so funny you and i need to do an episode just about bob's <laughs> can we just do like a top five episodes we should we should just be like welcome to this classic i know it's a theme park podcast but not today <laughs> not today <laughs> You know what? We should do like one of those Twitter like voice things or like a, a TikTok live about it or something. That'd be fun. Ooh, we, we will discuss. We will discuss. Yeah, we will discuss that. Um, but yeah, I would love to beat Bob and family. So now we're down to our number one spot. What would you like to put in there? Um, 
Well, as always, I am one for representation, so I definitely put Joe Gardner from Soul. Oh my gosh, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, why is he not a meet and greet character? Especially to have like a somewhat older, like black gentleman to be able to meet and greet at the parks. That's not something we would ever see. Like right, like before this movie, and to have him meet and greet would open up such like a wide amount of casting choices that would make me so happy that I think really need to happen. Yeah, you pretty much took it right out of my mouth, and then I had. Um, I'm so I sorry, I totally stole your thunder. Oh no, you're you're fine. But I was gonna say I w- I was actually thinking of taking it one step further and having it similar to like how they have the Casey Corner pianist p- pianist. But instead, having like the Joe meet and greet character oh, play yes. studios as like entertainment, like where the c- citizens of um, Sunset, well, Cit- Hollywood Studios, I forget what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. But have him just like. performing like there's just so many possibilities for it and it gives like african-american you know performers a chance to really put out their chops there just with like improv and vocalization and like just their talent with instruments like it would be a great opportunity and would open doors for them not to mention the representation it would have in the parks just seeing joe and hearing about his experiences with um his uh, his life lessons and soul so yeah i feel like I, why haven't they made joe a character is the real question that is that's a really good question well we probably know the answer but that, <laughs> let's let's be real um he said let's be real <laughs> <laughs> but i would love to see joe gardner come and be, like become a meet and greet character or some kind of perf- performing character like you said like it would just be so cool and just be such a big deal to have performers of like different body types and ages and you know ethnicities and cultural backgrounds just like in general just like across the board and i love that disney is like branching out with some more cultural characters but the thing is the mark like we said earlier the marketing for those movies need to get better so that we're getting that success and getting those characters within the parks um but I just, you know, I, that's such a good idea. We need way more than just that 50th anniversary statue, which is wonderful, by the way. Oh, it's my favorite by far. Like, I love the floating piano keys. It's, like, it, it's so whimsical. I love it. It is. It's very magical, and I love it. And I, yeah, I totally agree. Like, it's so good. Um, It's probably one of the best, if not the best statue, let's be real. Because um, I really hate that Cheshire Cat statue with the whole giant blanket. It just—I haven't really, seen any of the statues in Magic Kingdom yet. I've I have only, not seen them in person, but the Cheshire Cat statue is just oof. Like it looks great, but the the way they did it, I'm just like, why? <laughs> he said the execution. Yes, it's awful. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up now. <laughs> it really upsets me. He has like this giant gold blanket draping over a tree branch, and I'm like, why does he need a blanket? 
Y'all could just put him on the tree. He might be cold, you know? <laughs> He's cold. He's just chilly. He just needs, you know, a little Look, something. I don't know about you, but I'm under like four blankets right now. I'm in a hoodie, so I can't say anything. Oh. Oh, I get it. You just saw it now, didn't you? Why is there a blanket? I know that I and like I was just like why? That's and I get it. It's probably to like protect the tree and make sure they don't have to like drill into the tree. Like that's probably what it is. But it just looks bad. <laughs> I mean, like I get it. I get it. But honestly, you should have put him on top of like Mad Tea Party or something. That's um. I mean, okay. You already hear first, folks. Live reaction to the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not mad at it. I'm just confused. No, it's not horrible, but it just bothers me. You, like, oh, you get, did like, it used to be a blanket? Is that what this is? Did there oh. what? Or was there always a blanket? I thought there was always a blanket. Or maybe it's the way this picture looks. I don't know. The, the plot thickens. <laughs> if anything, I'm just confused. Um, for me, though, uh, I, I have two that I feel like are really equal that I'd love to do. One I've talked about before, and I'm just going to do it real brief. I would love to have a black and white vintage meet and greet, like with like Oswald and Hortensia and Clarabelle and Horace and Clara Cluck and Mickey and Minnie and like just have like their black and white counterparts like going into like an old school cartoon I think that would be super fun um that's not my number one but I think that would be really fun oh I was gonna say interesting because aren't they a little creepy looking and they're black and white a little bit but I feel like if they did it the way that they did Oswald and Hortensia that it, it would look really cute they'd have to do different costumes but I think oh, well, they would look really Clara cute. Clarabelle isn't bad. Like, I just Googled it. Clarabelle isn't bad. Let me see. Yeah, on, yeah. you know what? Because I'm thinking of... I'm thinking very epic Mickey is how I'd like that. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and I think I have, they did it that way. I've always thought that'd be cool, but that's not my number one. <laughs> that's just what I've always would love to have and I think it'd be a really fun way to set it up as like going into an old school TV going into the cartoons or whatever Ooh, I enjoy that right and it'd be very like staticky and you'd be the only one in color like the background would be black and white the characters would be black and white I just think it'd be a really cool photo op um, oh that'd be cute right I, I just think it'd be really like Mickey and Steamboat Willie and all that stuff and <clears throat> You could have Oswald on his trolley. Like, it, it would just be a, a whole really cute thing. Um, <clears throat> but my number one that I would actually really like to... You know what? I got one more I'm going to add for us. I have a number one. <laughs> I can't get over it. I would like to meet Flubber in some kind of way. I just think it'd be fun and cute. Flubber? Yeah. The green blob? Yes. You know what? That's possible. I feel like that's possible. If we can meet BB-8, we can meet Flubber. It can be some kind of animatronic meet and greet. I mean, I've met Baby Groot before, so I don't... Exactly. I've met BB-8, and BB-8 don't even talk. So, I'm sure they could make some gelatin do something. 
just think it'd be cute because I really like like I think it'd be cute if like you walked in on like the party scene in Flubber with the Robin Williams like remake Flubber where they're like dancing around the kitchen and they have like a disco ball and a pool party going on I just think that that'd be cute and get like fun pictures but I digress um my number one is actually I would really like to meet the Golden Girls oh I think it would be super fun you have tons of impersonators or drag queens um which they'd never do but I could see them doing impersonators um I think it'd be really fun <coughs> to meet the Golden Girls the outside shots were shot at studios because that's where the facade for the house was um the Golden Girls went to Disney World multiple times within the series um which they, they don't it's not like any specials where they directly go to Disney World but they talk about it because they live in Miami so like Dorothy and her retirement group will always go to like Epcot and um uh uh Rose is always trying to get the girls to go to Magic Kingdom but they won't go with her so I always I think it would be really really cute to have the Golden Girls just you know just walk the same with like the Wilds Burgers like they don't meet like you could do a meet and greet uh the gays and the elders would love it um but I would just love to see them kind of like walking around Disney World and interacting and I think it would be so fun to have them you know just going around and enjoying the park uh it's like they're like in a way it's kind of like kooky tourists you know exactly and Universal Disney have both done that in the past and they were always super popular or like uh the people that were in Fantasyland that were like you remember them they were like they would do the sports show after like those kind of characters are always super popular and always bring a lot of light and love to the park and so I'd love to see the Golden Girls kind of just like walking around going Disney in their 80s outfits and (laughs) going around talking to people I think it'd be so funny you could see like um you could see Dorothy being all sarcastic to people and Blanche flirting with all the dads around the park (laughs) And then it works because you don't have to confine them to one park. They can be in any park. Exactly. And oh, then it could be like a surprise and delight in a way. You don't know which park they're going to pop up at. Exactly. And it'd be so funny. And it, it would be kind of Citizens of Hollywood-like in my, my eyes. You know, walking around, interacting, making people laugh. Just bringing a lot of joy, doing a skit here and there. I just think it'd be really fun. Um I could see them mostly at studios, obviously, because I just feel like that would work because that's where their set was and all that stuff. Right. But it would I think make it'd sense. also be really fun to just have them randomly walking around the parks. It's something Disney would never do, but I would love it and laugh so hard if they did. I mean, you know, I think the only thing is it would only work at Disney World because they have no history at Disneyland. And Disneyland is usually where they would let the characters roam exactly and that that's kind of the thing and since our prompt was like to add to disney world i would just love to see the golden girls just walking around like studios or epcot i feel like those are the two parks you could really do it in i wouldn't i wouldn't do it in magic kingdom or animal kingdom yeah like, magic kingdom is too busy magic kingdom is too busy and animal kingdom would be way too hot so epcot yeah i would agree those would be the parks yeah, like Epcot Studios would be so funny to just see them walking around. Like, could you imagine you're just like walking through World Showcase and then all of a sudden it's the Golden Girls like getting like waiting in line, like talking to people in line for Frozen or Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and they're just like, what is this? <laughs> like, could you imagine if they were just like set in the 80s and early 90s and they had no idea what anything new was? Like, what is a Remy? What? What is the hype about this rat? 
like I can hear Dorothy being like, "Why would I want to ride a ride with a rat? I can just go to Mario's down the street or whatever she would say." <laughs> oh my God! Imagine them going through Italy Pavilion. I would die. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Picture Sicily. it. <laughs> <laughs> or Bl- I could see Blanche and Rose in the America Pavilion. Blanche would be all like, "Wow, this makes me think the South." And- Rose would be all patriotic for no damn reason. For no <laughs> reason. I'm just like, ma'am, have several seats. Oh my gosh, I would love it. And I could, I would love seeing them like go around studios. Like, I could see like Rose just like walking around and being so amazed by everything. And Dorothy's like, yep, that's there. I'm going to go ride the Tower of Terror. <laughs> Imagine them riding the Tower of Terror, though. Oh my gosh, it'd be so fun. You know what? This needs to be a boobash or not so scary costume as the Golden Girls going around. Oh, if I had enough friends, <laughs> I would do it with you. I would do it with you. I'd get in drag and do it. Yes. <laughs> I don't. The thing is, there's not a chubby Golden Girl, so I'll just have to <laughs> pick one. Mm, I can see Blanche. See, or I was Dorothy. thinking that. I could. I could see Blanche. Blanche or Dorothy. <laughs> I love Dorothy. I just want to watch the show now. I think about this time. I think about this line all the time from the show where they were like, uh, Blanche, uh, Blanche and Rose were like, but if she wears this set of necklace, it's gonna it's gonna accentuate her long turkey neck. If she wears this necklace, it's gonna accentuate the non-existent bosom. And, and like it's all this stuff and Dorothy just goes you know what I was actually thinking about just wearing a sign that says too ugly to live what a, then, what a it's, it's so funny and then Blanche was like okay you can wear that but what necklace are you going to hang it from <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that show had so many like good lines like the writers it's- killed that show it is so good. And it had a sequel with uh, Don Jeetle. Surprise. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's on Hulu. I like know the, it's on YouTube The few episodes sure. that they had, anyway. It's it, it's it's really good, but, like, you will catch me at home watching Golden Girls all the time because it makes me laugh so hard. It makes me so much joy. I love you want to watch it now. <laughs> it's, you should. We, we should. we should. We should do that as well. We'll do a... Bob's Burger one, and then we'll do a Golden Girls one. We we could. We I'm totally down. We so should. <laughs> but with all that fun chit chat, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. But before we go, it's time to plug. Victoria, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, sure. So I have my um TikTok. It's Pineapple Princess three four zero. Uh, my Instagram, he calls me Pineapple Princess, and my Twitter, which is he calls me PP. So everything is going to be like a variation of Pineapple Princess. Amazing. If you guys aren't already following Victoria, there's no excuse as to why you should be because <laughs> she's amazing. Um, but uh, if you're not already following her, you need to go follow her. Um, as for me, you guys can follow me on TikTok at. Uh, ooh, I'm switching it up on you. I know you're ready for Twitter. Ooh, I said TikTok, TikTok. first. <laughs> <laughs> switching it up on you. Um, I uh, am at dyslexic on TikTok. I am at Scott021 or dyslexic on Twitter. And on Instagram, I'm dyslexic96. And you can listen to the dyslexic podcast 
almost every week because the season's been a little bit off. I just tweeted about that recently. Oh, <clears throat> almost every week here on, you know, the internet or wherever you're listening. And uh, that's going to bring us in as a, uh, our episode. That's what we would do if we could bring an ad meet and greet to the Walt Disney World Parks. <laughs> Let us know what you would do. Tweet us. Um, send us DMs on Instagram. And by us, I mean me. Um, unless Victoria's really interested in hearing your ideas too, then you can also do that. But you know, that's her discretion. But for me, I would love to hear from you guys and hear the um, uh, meet and greet you'd like to add to the parks. Um, and uh, that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys had a great time. We had a great time. Um, uh, you can find all of season one and two. Can you tell I didn't write down my outro this time? All of season one <laughs> and two and three of Dyslexic on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, etc., and so on. You can also listen to season one and two of Ultimate Imagineer, my theme park design competition on all those platforms as well. If you really, really like this episode, think of the show a rating and review and share with your family and friends. I have a lot of people who work out, who work on the show and put a lot of work into this show. And I would really love for the show to grow for all of them. And honestly, I think we're one of the best Disney and theme park podcasts out there, but that's just my opinion. Um, and I would love to see the show to go. So if you do, you know, if you feel so inclined, I would love for that to happen. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope you have a wonderful um, in between holiday season because Halloween just ended, Thanksgiving is coming up, but you know, we're eh, on Thanksgiving. Um, love the food, hate everything else about it. Uh, and then uh, Christmas and uh, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all the holiday seasons are coming up. So I hope you have a wonderful in between holiday season, and I cannot wait to see you all again next week. Bye, everybody. Two-